0: We are a global network of value-centered professionals and entrepreneurs supplying information, resources, and strategic relationships to keep ahead in our world. We seek to influence the emergence of a new generation of leaders to become aces in their different fields of endeavor. We mentor, train, and network people with shared values and aspirations. We are ACE Foundation, connecting people of like minds all around the world. If you don't have a vision, or if you have a vision, you have not divided the vision or subdivided it into implementable portions on a day-to-day. You must have daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals. If you have not identified them by giving each one a name and an assignment, you can't come to the point of provision. The moment you... God is a God of order. Moment to create a vision or a personal goal and dismantle it in this way. Once you come to this point, provision will become a natural thing. Even when you communicate your vision to people, they want to identify and provide the resources. So I've seen the level at where resources come. But you find people who come asking for capital even before they have a vision, a personal vision for their lives. Somebody comes to you and says, bet can you borrow me 100,000? He said, what is it for? He said, I'm not yet sure what I want to do with you, but let me, once I have this money, then I sit down. By the time I'm, I'm done with what I want to do with this money, even you, you'll be. <laughs> the guy will take off. So you 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 cannot attract money until you move down those four levels. Vision, division, identification, subdivision then provision comes. That's your key assignment. And I'm telling you, it's not as easy as it sounds. It's a lot of work to sit down and develop a life vision and sit down and dismantle it and say, this is what I must have to do. For some of you, it might require reading a book a week. That could be an assignment in a day. For Jesus, his life vision required the team, the staff to work with. That was the first thing he went after. The staff he was going to work with daily, his 12 disciples. Recruiting that staff was a major component of fulfilling his goal. What about you? So don't bother about resources yet. It won't come until you take care of this. Now, but notice something. When resources come, when initial seed capital comes into your hands, that seed capital is to make you productive in your business. It's not to be eaten. Look at the next verse. Look at verse 12. Or that same verse, 11. Verse 12, yeah. Verse 11, he said, let he bring forth provision, right? Verse 12, he says, let he bring forth provision, plants what, yielding what, seed after their kind. Trees, bearing fruit with what? Seed in them. So, the provision coming to you is for productivity, for production. Do not give money to unproductive people. God does not give money to people who are unproductive. Any money God gives you is for you to trade with it and multiply and bring forth more. Is for produce. Now look at the next thing. Verse 14. And God said, Let there be light in the expanse of the heavens to so separate the day from the night. And let them be for what? Signs and for what? For seasons. And for what? Days and for years. You know what is called? Seasons represent what? What I call duration. What this means is that God gives you seed for produce within a time span. Ladies and gentlemen, this thing I'm telling you is of absolute importance. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So that you don't begin to blame God when rain falls. I want you to understand the process so God does not violate order. He must learn to live within timelines. Give yourself targets. I went to where I was doing a building project. The man said, don't worry, we are working, working. I said, no, 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 not that we are working. I said, when is this work going to finish? He again painted to me all that was going to be done on this project. I said, but I'm assuring you we are on it. I said, no, no, I'm not doubting that you are on it. What I mean is, is there any timeline? I've got to understand timeline. Resources are expended with timelines. You know what a budget means? A budget means you're given a resource to fund a project within a timeline. That's what makes a budget. The three components of a budget, resources, the assignment of the task, and the timeline. So when you have goals, your goals should be denominated in times. When you get into a Monday, beginning of the week, after thanking God for giving you a new week, did you set a goal for that week? Something you must accomplish within that week. Let me give you an example. If two of us in January proposed in our hearts that we will read a book, maybe let's say John Maxwell's book, 360 Degrees Leadership. If you finish the book week one, first week in January, and I finish the book first week in December, have we not both concluded on our project? Have we not? But if two of us come to you and ask you, who would you want to recruit as your staff? Who would you want to give money as capital for business? Will you say any of them after both of them did the project? You would do it for the person who concluded the project in the first week. Or the person who took 52 weeks to do it. So don't think you have all the time in your life. He said, teach me to number my days so that I can apply my heart to wisdom. Teach me to number my days. Life is in cycles. I hear you, ladies and gentlemen. A time will come in your life when you find that you have passed the phase of a thing. You've passed the phase. You can't go back to it again. So life is in Durations. Every resource gives, God gives you, every opportunity he gives you, is for a time duration. If that opportunity comes again, after duration has passed, it will lose its utility value to you. So he gives them provision and he assigns it to productivity and gives them a duration. When you get to this point, the next thing is what you see in verse 22. In verse 22, you hear God say, and God did what? He blessed them. And he said, be fruitful, increase in number, and fill the earth. Let the birds increase on the earth. This is the level of multiplication. If you follow this order, this template, if you learn to discipline your life, to walk, to have an uncommon goal, even a common goal is bad. it's okay. Have a goal for your life. Subdivide those goals into what you have to do daily or weekly or monthly. Give a name to every assignment. Call it project fame, project study, project game, project relationship building. Give it a name that is fascinating. When you're done with that, you find that when you talk to people about resources, they open up their hands to you because they see you as a serious man. So you've got to Fulfill those first laws, then provision will come. But remember when provision comes, it's for you to be productive, and I must be productive within timelines. Then God will multiply you. You come to the multiplication level. When you come to this stage, you've become you've come to where the Dangote's and the denegas operate. The, the thing that is left is what you see in verse twenty six. When God finished this project and came to this point. Look at verse 26. Then God said, let us do what? Make man in our image and our likeness. And let them what? Rule over the fish of the sea. This is a level of supervision. How do I mean? When you get to this point, you find out that you've created a successful project that is self-sustaining. The next thing to do is to make men in your image, reproduce yourself in someone who will run with that template to free up time to embark on a new project. So you create a supervisor, not not a mercenario, a supervisor after your own image. So you apply the law of reproduction to create supervisors. Then you can hand over the project and the template you used. And you can go and bet something new. It's the reason why Bill Gates will leave a Microsoft handover and move on to something else. If you don't replicate yourself and over to somebody, that person will run the vision down. So when you get to this point, the next thing is to reproduce yourself in others. Sometimes you can start that work of reproducing yourself from the one. You don't need to wait to this point to start it. And then you have a success template with a pure succession plan, and the good news is that any one of you can get here in the next one year. God is going to rain His Spirit on you. Amen. When His Spirit comes on you, is a supernatural outpouring, a supernatural resource. I going to first of all give you clarity of vision. Remember, Joel two twenty eight. I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. What will happen? Your sons and daughters will do what? Prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will do what? Do you have young men in this house? They will do what? See vision. There's something about the outpouring of the spirit and seeing vision. When the spirit came upon the earth in Genesis 1, the first thing that was created was vision. Let there be light. So the coming upon of the Spirit is not to slay you to fall on the ground. That's not the mission. That can happen. And it does happen. But that's not the mission. The first thing is to open your eyes to gain clarity of vision. Because if you don't have a clear vision, you can never get to this. The foundation of all success starts with your life goal. It's a gift that everybody is going to take away. That's your takeaway back. Clarity of purpose, clarity of vision, seeing with a single eye. All this ambiguity that makes you try this today, try that tomorrow. Should I do this one now or should I do that? Should I go forth? I should go. You don't need all of that. You need to have a single eye. The moment you have clarity of vision, every other thing will take place. Your spouse will come. If you find somebody who says, I don't know, so many people are proposing to me. Or, nobody is to Whenever you are in, in, in any of those two extremes, the problem is not the nobody or the many people. The problem is, there is no vision. That is the gift of the outpouring. Clarity of vision. So, you, you start to gain definition. then the Holy Ghost himself will validate you. This is my beloved son. The Holy Ghost validates what you do, and then He makes you visible. That's going to be your prayer that that thing in you that makes you unique, and the Holy Ghost will make it visible to men. He will unveil you so that people can see you and say, "I, and I, I hope you can do this. I know you can do this." And that's how it happens. How does that kind of happen? Happen is God removing a veil, the veil over you, so that people can see your worth. These are the things that happen. When an outpouring of the spirit. You gain clarity. You gain validity. You gain visibility. It's the three gifts of the outpouring. They asked John the Baptist, who are you? He said, I am the voice of one. There was no ambiguity. I am the voice of one. You know what it means for someone to boldly say, "I've called, I'm called to be a forerunner. You know, it's not what people are proud to say. Everybody wants to be a CEO, a captain, a chairman. Even women, see women liberation. Everybody's struggling to be the head. But somebody boldly says, I am called to be a forerunner. He said, I'm not the voice. He said, I'm the voice of one crying in the world. Behold the way of the Lord. He said, So my job is to announce somebody's coming. He had no ambiguity. So there's no contest. Each time I get in the air, I look through the window. You don't see any car. The plane has a defined path and is coasting. When you have clarity of vision, competition ceases. When people are doing well, driving Pajero Jeep, traveling all over the world, it doesn't concern you. You are in your path. It doesn't bother you whether other planes are flying 10,000 meters below you or 8,000 meters. Those things don't matter. You're in your path. No other person is important. No hold up, no traffic. Just get in your flow. Become unique and different and distinct. They ask Jesus, who are you? He said, I am the door. You don't get in without me. Why don't you ask God to bring you to that point? where you know that you know that you know who you are. Next to knowing Jesus. That's the greatest discovery in life, who you are. Dear friend, thank you for listening to today's message. Your know, life can be very chaotic and sometimes you simply want to give up hope. Want to assure you that God loves you and cares a lot about you. Put your hands on your chest and pray for you. Lord, I ask that this listener, my friend, will experience a turnaround. His life, his finances, his family, her hopes and dreams, cause the of change she desires to come through quicker than he or she expected. I give you praise for this miracle in the name of Jesus. The Ace Graduate School is Nigeria's premier human resource refinery, reasoned from the east as a solution to the endless search of employers and job seekers. The AGS offers to the employer high-value-driven and principle-centered staff and dream jobs to the unemployed. Connect, learn, discover, become the change you wish for. Visit www.acegraduateschool.com and get enrolled today. For further inquiries, call 816 Thank you.